podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Where's the podcast this? Where's the podcast that? Shh, we're coming. Culture can. Cold hero. Boy, again. Your boy, Maiwa, host of the most king of London. Kings of London, hi. We're the only ones in Europe. Fuad Kadani, podcasting Pepe. Football, culture, movement. Hi, and welcome along to the weekend preview. You just saw, by the way, um, an ad for an excellent, excellent show that we started here on um, DR Sports. Um, guys, first of all, congratulations. Hey, thank you. Debut. It, Debut show was brilliant, man. Thank you. Appreciate Debut it. show was brilliant. I, 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 I got to say, I yes. got to say, fantastic show. And from the show, we got Cams. Yes, in the building, back again. Fuad. Mm. And we've also got Matisse in there. And don't forget, you can check out the show every Sunday. What time does it come on, guys? You guys tell everybody yeah. about it. Every Sunday, basically, after the final game, as soon as... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline final whistle's gone mm-hmm. we'll be going lively as we said bringing kind of a, a, a vibe to Sunday if you like yeah. kind of po- post-match vibes but mm-hmm. at the same time bit of insight bit of jokes you know mm-hmm. how it is when mm-hmm. you know words in cup but yeah. it's been good first show and it's only bigger and better from here trust me yeah, yeah London Derby hey man. listen, mm-hmm. listen. Mm-hmm. don't get nervous but it's starting to get a bit shaky chatting about jokes hey listen listen it may not be no jokes Sunday bro North like, London so Derby. Bad. They set up right with the week before. I said, no, no, no. I was like, damn, boy, we couldn't yeah. go the week after now. Yeah. Skip up Man United's trip to Tottenham, all these things. Listen, <laughs> could have been nice. <laughs> but anyway, listen, you've got to check the show out. Um, it's, it's brilliant every Sunday, right? So make sure you look out for that. Mm-hmm. But right now we're here to preview all the games coming up at the weekend. Before we do that, though, of course, there's uh, the, the first round of Champions League games. Mm-hmm. The champion. Yeah. Right, hey, hey, hey. I'll you've been there. Um, I'll tell you what, <laughs> maybe you two guys are going to yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. coffee or something. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Come back in about 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'll go to it. I'll go to it. I'll go to it. I'll go to it. We're the only ones that go anywhere. You don't go anywhere. I'm only, I'm only joking, guys. I'm only joking, right? But it's good to be... I was at the Emirates last night. Um, for Arsenal's game against um, PSV mm. and I've got to say it was brilliant when the Champions League music rung out it just goes to show how we used to take that competition for granted yeah because mm. we win it every single year mm-hmm. but when the music rang out there was a massive cheer mm. in the stadium and you could see like all the fans were up for it the players were up for it and it was a great performance by Arsenal I mean 4-0 couldn't yeah. be more yeah, it could have been. I seven. watched it. It was absolute demolition. Yeah, mm. they took they took their foot off the gas, and um, it was a it was a great performance by Arsenal. Um, Considering PSV got a result last year against you guys. As yeah, well. yeah, PSV yeah. and, and, and PSV as well. Back. Coming into coming into that game unbeaten, unbeaten. four unbeaten, mm-hmm. coming yeah. in good form. But yeah, then obviously, remind you of anybody? 
<laughs> coming yeah. into the coming into the Emirates <laughs> unbeaten. I was I was looking to him. I said, these are your Dutch boys out <laughs> here on this Emirates pitch. No, opening no, no, up no. Sesame please, for please Arsenal, don't, please, no, leaving no, no. all that space. For, for Saka to run into you, for Trossard. I said, yeah, who, I said, who else plays good football mm. that you That's represent? That's what I was thinking, man. That going to the Emirates. Gonna oh, gonna be, be all expensive. Came to attack. You, know, you better I'm park not, that bus. Listen, <laughs> annoyingly, I said like, in the early first games, I think you'll agree as well, you guys hadn't been playing at your best. But yeah, this was almost like best. the game that you use as the confidence booster. Yeah. If you like, mm-hmm. you saw the fluid football coming back. I think yeah. Even Saka thought- scoring the first goal as well, I felt like was almost that like was per- That was, Saka scoring the first moment. goal yeah. was absolutely perfect for Arsenal, bro. Yeah. Because one, there's been talks about, you can't be world-class or anything like that until you've done it in the Champions League. He hasn't done it in the Champions League, but it was just a quick way, first game in the Champions League ever to score Halen boy, it was just like, it was the perfect player to score the wait. first one. You, it, listen, no matter what people say, academy players have a different kind yeah, of yeah, connection yeah. to the crowd. So for him to get Arsenal after, my, after six, seven years out of the Champions League, his first goal, first game, a perfect night for really, you guys, yeah. honestly. And um, great performances in the game. I thought Martin Odegaard was brilliant in yeah. the game. Um, Jesus as well was oof, yeah. he, he, he was really good mm. and it sets it all up for that game on Sunday and it is it is what I was thinking as well Matisse like that is actually the first team that's come to the Emirates this season and had a go yeah even United really it was a low block and they mm. tried to hit us on the counter same with Forrest same with uh, Fulham mm. but to be fair to, to well maybe it's a bit stupid for them to do that mm. but they yeah. came and they tried to attack um, I was chatting to um, you know one of their fans, and he said no, that's how they've been playing this season very successfully. Mm. But um, yeah, they they got opened up, and it's going to be interesting after that game. If uh, and we'll talk about it a little later on when we're previewing the North London mm-hmm. derby. If Postecoglou might be having second thoughts <laughs> on his tactics mm. for that game because you know the spaces were wide for Arsenal to exploit. But we're going to get to that later on. Mm. There was also Manchester United in action. Now, on paper, 4-3 away at Bayern. Why are you jittering? 4-3 away at Bayern, on paper, looks like a, a good result. And I, I only saw the highlights of the game. I've watched mm. the extended highlights and that. But everybody I seem to see talking about the game said that flattered uh, that flattered Manchester United, and it was kind of a very one-sided four-three. I mean, yeah. Cam's, what, what did you make of it as a United fan? No, I fully agree. I mean, you the four-three is going to look like yeah, we put a good fight in there. It was what a game. That's what people are going to say in three, four weeks, you yeah. know. But we all sat there and watched the full ninety and. There was numerous times that Bayern Munich caught us on the break, you know, when we're trying to push forward and, and get get back into the game. And either Kane fluffing his line, Sane, Nabri. It's like they were just messing around after a while. It was like, when are they actually just going to put us to the sword? So anytime we scored, they scored anyway. Do you know what I mean? So listen, of course, we started the game. We started the game well. And that's what my United have actually been doing. Start first 20 minutes well. But as soon as that first goal goes in, it's like an automatic reaction for these guys to just capitulate. Mm. Why does the second one have to go in straight away? Do you know what I mean? Yes, it was an Onana clanger and he has started his career so far very, very shaky. But Manchester United as a performance, the midfield, something that we complain about all the time, midfield ball retention. 
you can't go away to Arsenal. You can't go away to Spurs. You can't go away to Bayern Munich and these top teams and not retain the ball. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not rocket science. There's a reason why Manchester United's away record is so bad under Ten Hag. We can't keep eight the ball. Out of, we basically lose every on the single road, one. Eight out of twelve. Yeah. We basically lose every single game we, we play against big teams away from home. And this is just another one. The same things keep happening. So, look, I don't know what Ten Hag is going to be able to do to to change this. There's players that still need to come back from injury. But I'm being honest. Like I'm looking at the guys that are out from injury. Do they change what's going on currently? I have my question marks about that because they were there in the first two games and we, Wolves almost scored ten goals. <laughs> Do you feel like with that midfield you're talking about, like, I know it might sound mad, but mm-hmm. Kobe Mino, there was a lot of mm-hmm. kind of talk of him in preseason. Amrabat still hasn't played. Do you feel like those two, if they come back, yeah. that can be something different to the midfield that can be added? For sure. But look, when you're 18 years old, you want to come into a decent environment. You know what I mean? Like, you look at Yamal, um, Yamal at Barcelona. Also, yeah. They just come on, they just won the league last year. Yeah, you, you, you get in there. Musiala, who ran the show yesterday, but Bayern Munich are always winning. And these are nice in Foden. Good environments to walk into. We're now praying on our knees for a guy that hasn't... I think he started one game for us in his career. (laughs) We're praying on our knees for an 18-year-old to now come and pretty much carry this midfield. Amrabat, new to the country. So immediately, these guys are coming in high-pressure situation. Man United have lost four of our first six games. They're not coming into a nice environment, a good chemistry team. Mm. They're instantly coming in and we're basically saying, do it now. Same thing with Hoyland. He's taken it well, but... You would want him to come in, Rashford's firing and the right winger's doing his thing yeah. and the crick and it's like, oh, you find your way in. Nope. There's no time for that here. Hoyland, we need 25 goals, mate. <laughs> <laughs> now. You know what I'm saying? We need it right now. Like, Amrabat, we need you to... Oh, ball recoveries. We need it now. Yeah. Mainu, control the game. <laughs> now, bro. It's, it's, it's insane what we, what we want, but that's Manchester United for you, man. Yeah, I mean, Matisse. Yeah. I mean... I it watched, was one-sided, wasn't it? It was, it was a bit of a mess of a game because I watched Bayern Munich against Bayer Leverkusen on the Friday before. They should have been bounced 4-2 in that game yeah. as well. Their defending was, was poor. Um, but Manchester United, unfortunately, do exactly the same thing. Some of the individual areas, we talk, talk about Onana, you know, Ericsson, just hand, just waving in the wind. I saw it away at the Emirates as well last season, second half, Ericsson. He starts gassing out. He's, he's capitulating. He, he can't be playing these, these, these high, high-class games. Defensively, we know he's a liability as well. Casemiro... He hasn't started the season brilliantly either. No. And that that is crazy to say because without him, he was the linchpin of that midfield last season. He yeah. was the world-class DM in the conversations with the Rodries and the mm. parties and everything was around him. If he's starting... Listen, it's too early to say if his age is going to start mm. having a, a factor in his, his fall-off. But if that is the case, then that Man United midfield now needs even more surgery. So I, I agree with you. I think when I look at clear attributes like ball carrying you know dictating tempo controlling passing I look at McTominay I look at all these they can't do any of these things but, but the thing, my, my thing is McTominay came on yesterday yeah and had the most dreadful cameo and he did the same um, the other day he started against Brighton only Brighton. completed 15 mm-hmm. passes why is McTominay still getting games because we tried all summer to let this guy go we tried to let him up until deadline day he was he was meant to be going um, Ten Hag has told him you're not really going to have much of a role in the team this season you've got a boy Hannibal on, on the bench now I'm not saying Hannibal is world class or anything but he scored against Brighton mm. he, you saw the emotion when he scored he let out so much emotion he wants to impress you bring on those type of players McTominay has probably lost interest bro let's be 100% honest he's not r- running anymore he's not working hard he's losing the ball and that is what McTominay's doing at the moment. And it's like, 
You tried to let him go all summer. I can't even, obviously I'm not excusing it, but you shouldn't be on the pitch. It's as simple as that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. He shouldn't be on the pitch. Look at when, let's say, Arteta wanted to get rid of Ozil. You didn't see that guy. <laughs> you didn't see Ozil anymore. It's like, see you later, mate. I'm not going to have an uncommitted player on the pitch. I've already told you. You've got no role in my team. Mm. But McTominay's coming on away at the Alliance mm. when we're chasing a lead. Yeah. These are decisions that I look at Ten Hag and, I'm, and I can't all, always blame the players. I look at him and some of his decisions... It's very questionable, man. It's very okay, questionable. Um, yeah. so some super chats coming in there. Shu says, uh, big up to Cam's one of the few um, who doesn't show player bias. Yeah, and then he's got in brackets, Dallow aside. Um, <laughs> fan base, put these players yeah. on a pedestal, but um, don't judge them by these by those standards. Um, Massimum says, uh, Fuad and Matisse uh, talking about the Champions League is like virgins giving relationship advice. <laughs> what Sorry, does I'm, Chelsea I'm and Spurs fans... A man or a former two-time champion in this, in this division. <laughs> on a Tuesday. Have respect. <laughs> we have some respect. I'm a, I'm a former two-time heavyweight champion. Can we have some respect? Please, respect me. Don't talk to me about... Me and him, we don't, we don't sit at the same table. Me and him don't talk. We don't talk. Right now, we do. No, we don't. Right now, we do. We don't talk. And Mark T says, uh, should United fans be patient with Ten Hag? They're in the mud. Only two games um, since the season started. Um, and he said, and KG said United would finish above Arsenal. I mean, Ten Hag. Now, I'm noticing he's starting to be called into question more. And you've got a big game coming up. And it's another away game. And his yeah. record on the road is poor. You go to Burnley, yeah. 8 o'clock kickoff <laughs> on um, Saturday night. Prime That's a time. big game. I mean, Burnley, I, I saw them playing the other night. They played all right. They played all right against Nottingham Forest. So it should really have won the game. Yeah. Um, that's not going to be easy, just coming off the back of a loss in the, in yeah. the um, Champions League. Look, <laughs> company loves the result against United, isn't it? As a player, he did. So I know he's going to be fired up for that one. And if, you've, if anyone's actually watched Burnley all season, they've actually been unlucky in, in a lot of games. They're probably the best of the promoted sides. When you watch Luton, you watch Sheffield United, I'm like, you guys haven't deserved much. But when you watch Burnley, they've actually they played decent stuff. And it's probably going to take that one result for things to turn. And obviously, they haven't got that yet. But 8 p.m. against the... Uh, a frailing, leggy Manchester United. Mm. What a better way to get up for it. You know what I mean? So it's not going to be an easy game at all. Like mm. away from home, as you mentioned, 8 p.m. again, Manchester United on live TV. Well, you know what, it, what it's all about. Do you know what I mean? So I'm nervous for that game. Ask and it's crazy Flex, to say. Yeah, ask Flex this question on Monday. Is Ten Hag mm. getting the best out of the players that he has? Because you just said about McTominay, mm. but... He'd be doing it right for Scotland, isn't he? he <laughs> maybe maybe he's misprofiled. Me, me play him in the 10 with Bruno and Mal. Because yeah, when he him plays for Scotland, he's <laughs> been banging in the goal. He'd be yeah. playing well for Scotland, right? And then he goes back to United. He looks a shadow of that player. I mean, but we've seen McTominay since Jose Mourinho. We, he's not good enough. You know what I mean? McTominay is not good enough. It's like you lot hanging on to Gundozi for six, seven, eight years. It's, 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 he's not good enough. You know what I mean? And once you realise something's not good enough, you move, in, move him on. But... I do agree. I don't really agree because these players, there's a lot of these players that have been here under m multiple management and we end up seeing similar patterns. They have a good first season or they have a good run of form and then all of a sudden things start going left and all of a sudden you start hearing 
Oh, they're unhappy. The manager, Gary Neville, comes out and starts saying a few key buzzwords. They're not trying. They're throwing him under the bus. And next thing you know, the pressure's on the manager. So, look, I think the players are a big issue. I think Ten Hag is doing certain things, which is wrong. He is doing that. Like, that's what Man United fans need to accept. Can't you can't say that. everything yeah. is perfect. He has to learn from certain situations. But I'm not going to say that he's holding back the players per se. I don't, I don't think so. Like, these mm. players... Okay. A lot of them aren't good enough. Jack Harmon also says Man United have conceded 15 goals in six games. Eric Tengtag's side have lost 18 away games out of 35. And United have lost four games out of their last six games this season. The, the pressure is rising. And I said it, yeah. And look, I said, what I tweeted um, after the Sancho situation, nothing to do with Sancho because Sancho, he hasn't been good enough for Man United. But what I said is when you're doing these decisions, the only way it's going to work out for you is if you win. And everyone uses Alex Ferguson and Jose and these guys as examples of when they didn't... Yeah, when Jose didn't want Mata, he won the Premier League the next season. Mm. When Fergie didn't want Yapstam and Van Nistelrooy, he promoted Cristiano Ronaldo and Rooney and we went on to win leagues. Mm. If you have a fallout with Ronaldo, the De Gea situation, the way he left was a bit weird. He thought he was going to stay. He didn't understand. And this Sancho situation... You have to win. Mm. No matter if they're the worst player on your <clears throat> team, you have to win. Because if you don't win, your players will start looking at you like, hmm. hmm. Do you know what I mean? Are we going to act like Sancho is probably not writing, texting Rashford like, this guy's a joke, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rashford, you know, this is what happens. Like, yeah. we, we, people forget about the human side of it. And then you keep an unhappy Maguire in the camp who has a lot of influence in that team. Yeah. You keep an unhappy McTom in the camp who has, who's been there for quite a while. All of a sudden, you're harboring a lot of negative energy in this team and it's showing on the pitch in my opinion but mm. is that not where you keep the kind of faith with him to kind of weed out those players if you like and I think the issue that you said is he's relying on some other players that are probably letting him down whether that's Bruno's or Rashford's mm -hmm. uh, yeah but I still feel like so much of his squad is injured at the moment last year the second half of the season was almost like let's just see the it out I'm not going to implement my system this year he would try and implement his system mm. but half his squad but, isn't there and you've kind of the likes of Mount as well let's be honest mm. he's a new signing that's kind of meant to yeah. take another level yeah. but he hasn't even been given a chance but, but game and a half and he got injured the concern is now look um, one of my friends always says it Ten Hag does survival mode and mm. when you look at it more and more you can see that the first two games of last season we lost and then all of a sudden he threw away his philosophy that we thought he was coming and giving us. And we were just playing a different way counter yeah. and trying to battle and win those type of games. And this season, okay, again, first game, he went with the Mount double 10 thing with Bruno. We could have conceded 10 against Wolves. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then against Spurs, we tried it again. We got bopped off the park in the second half. Mm. Then all of a sudden, okay, Mount went down, but we've gone back to kind of, all right, counter again and stuff. And it looking like now we've lost our four of our first six, is Ten Hag going to be brave enough mm. to stick with his style? Because yeah. we're trying to move the line a bit more forward. We're trying to be a bit more expansive. We're <coughs> leaking. Last mm. season, we had one of the lowest blocks. We weren't conceding as much. Yes, we had them seven nils and stuff, but we weren't conceding as much. Yeah. We won the golden glove at the end of the mm -hmm. day. Yeah, yeah. Most clean sheets. Yeah. But now we have to try and progress as a team. I don't know if Ten Hag is being able to implement this properly at the moment. I'm looking at it and I think he might go back to that survival mode yeah, mentality. Another question I want to ask is, sorry, man, this is kind of coming like a bit of like, nah, nah, it's like, it's like I'm in Cam's interrogation. Where's the flashlights? Right, bro. Like, interrogation, bro. Are you worried about Anana? I mean, he came out last night and he said it is his fault. 
right? I saw that high top tweet. <laughs> right, I saw uh, I saw someone right yesterday. They tweeted. They go, there is a goalkeeper um, that we could get right now, uh, available available on a free. De Gea. De Gea. Mm. I mean, <laughs> nah. Do you know what? I won't have this De Gea revisionism. No, I won't have no. it. I will not stand for it. I will sit. Uh, uh, all right, you may not have that, <laughs> but are you worried about Anana? He's not made a very good start, has he? Listen, as I said, get trim. He needs a trim first and foremost. You know what I mean? Dude? It's serious stuff. It's old Trafford. Cut your hair, mate. You know what I mean? But no, mess around. But honestly, like, um, look, we all knew that he wasn't an elite shot stopper. Uh, thought it was decent shot stopper, good shot stopper, but we obviously we thought it's about what he's going to bring on the ball and help us in possession and stuff. We're not really doing that, to be honest. We're not popping it out from the back or anything like that. It's kind of looking quite forced. So now he's actually having to do his standard goalkeeping job. Yeah. And at the moment, he's slacking and he admits it himself. It's not been a good start from him. There's a few goals that have gone in that are very, very concerning. And this is the thing. The first goal last night. The first goal last night, the, the um, Jao Pedro one. People, Some people are saying maybe he could have saved Declan Rice one. I think there was another one, maybe against Spurs. But... He knows himself he hasn't started well. One thing I like about him, he's got character. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he owns up to it. But listen, there's only so much owning up to it you can do. You, it needs to be replicated on the pitch. And mm. the pressure's <clears> different <throat> at Man United. Ajax is cool. Inter Milan is cool. But the pressure is different at United. And it's kind of feeling like he's a little <coughs> bit crumbling to it. Because that goal yesterday, there's simply no excuse for that. Other than being slow to get down. It felt like like he's like he's a little bit nervous, and yeah. if you see his saves afterwards, mm. flapping Some at it, carrying straight, it yeah. back into danger, he yeah. carried like two into danger that he had to go and chase, yeah. and basically tell everyone, "Get out of the way, get out of the way, <laughs> sorry, get out of the way, get out of the way." And I'm like, "Whoa, yeah. you are radiating exactly as we were saying about De Gea." But what I won't have is the De Gea revisionism. Mm. I'm seeing, I saw Neeks on here talking about De Gea would have saved that one. No, 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 no. Because I've seen him do this. I've seen him do it in FA Cup semi-finals. I've seen him West do it Ham last away. season. I saw him Everton, West Ham away. Let's not do no revisionism on, on David De Gea. On top of that, there was no cross collection, which Onana will bring. Yeah. And there was no distribution from the back. Exactly. So, I and agree. he's been here. He was there for a decade. Ridiculously high decade. earner on wages. The reason why De Gea nah. left. The reason why De Gea <laughs> left is because Manchester United were fed up of him. You have to get fed up because you've done it so many times over so many seasons. He's still the revisionism got a club. is crazy. All right, guys. If my United fans want, let's bring him back. He ain't even got a club. Yeah. Bring him back. There, you guys. Bring let's bring De Gea back, bro. The thing yeah. is, let's is, bring him back. I, I, I think with. Onana, he's one of those keepers that you know there's going to be issues that come with him. I don't think people are expecting maybe from a shot-stopping aspect to be this bad. It's bad, yeah. 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 But I think there were going to be mistakes that you thought the risks that come with his game, that he's going to concede goals. I feel like you have to overlook, especially during these adaptation periods yeah. of players. Yeah. Nowadays, we don't even allow players to adapt anymore. You don't even get, you don't have no time you don't to get adapt. the six months. Mm-hmm. You don't get the, ah, oh, it's a foreign league. No, yeah. you need to start yeah. forming. And as you especially said, especially at a team like Man United. Yeah, and, and the pressure of United. That game against Burnley, you know what I mean? Burnley, that, that's not an easy game, is it, for him? Listen, uh, we played Burnley, I can't lie, a couple of weeks ago. It looked very easy. So Yeah, me, that's true. That's I true. Think, I think it, it, but it, I thought that their last time out. Burnley are really desperate for their first win. So United could maybe almost use this kind of game to really get their bearing. Maybe could it suit? Could it suit United in that United are very good on the transition? What well, well, they were last season, like yeah, they're trying up, to right? play. And Burnley Jeez. will try and play. That's what they did against you, like absolutely taken apart. Yeah. Will that suit United? I think Hoyland coming in means <coughs> I feel like. 
Ten Hag has to keep sticking with what he's trying. I feel like it allows him to kind of have that focal point where even if we're not playing out of the back, I've got someone who I can go long to who can mm. hold his ball up. Yeah. For me, I think now if you start going back to survival mode and you're doing that against teams like Burnley, I'm sorry, like, even, talking about counter e- even with like a rotated side, United should be able to dominate a team like Burnley. And I'm sorry, you've got Onana who's allowing you to play out of the back. Go and dominate. Use this game as almost like a, all right, we're going to go and take our licks. Mm -hmm. We try to make it look respectable with Mm 4-3. Now let's go and get uh, kind of back on track, if you like. That's what I feel like. The thing is, even if you're going to counterattack, there's an art form to it. I remember Real Madrid, they Ronaldo on the break. Like, you, Tevez, Rooney, little link up. Like, you've got to have serious football IQ to counter. It's not just, Mm -hmm. oh, we've got space now, let's Mm -hmm. go. Like, decision-making. And they were speaking about Rashford on Mm decision-making. I've seen it with my club. You can break into space, but if you guys are not kind of trained how to counterattack and don't understand where everybody's going to be and how to make those runs that are just decoy runs and suddenly, mm. you know, they're just setting up a, a shot for someone else. It's just, it's, just a, it's just a run that's made just for, for space. If you don't have all these things sorted, then those yeah. counterattacks so are going to fail. That's, that's what it's looking, that's what it's looking players, like yeah. at the yeah. moment as well. Like, yeah. as you said, it's not looking like a cohesive transition anyway. Exactly. It's yeah. looking very much like, is Rashford there? Okay, he's there. Let's let's boot the ball over to him. Like yeah. we're not moving as a team forward. So these transitions aren't effective at all. And one thing for United, going to Jose days, Oli, and first season Ten Hag, we I think we're one of the best teams on the transition. We are one of the, we put teams to the sword on the transition. But this season I'm looking at it and the breaks are not efficient. Bruno's getting the I ball, losing it twenty a million two, times. The two biggest factors in your transition though was Bruno's ability to play that pass mm-hmm. and then Rashford getting on the end of that. And I feel like those two have kind of started very so underwhelming. Bruno's mm-hmm. been... Bruno, as you said, <clears throat> big games maybe he's not there. Burnley turf more. Like, maybe, so bright, maybe. big man. Turn <laughs> up, please. Could be yeah. time. Could yeah. Yeah. Be Can we time? get some goal contributions? Yeah. <laughs> He'll get it. They'll, they'll all say, oh, he's world class and that, as he did, as if we didn't just see the... Okay. All right, let's... let's um, some more super chats there. Tay Yassim says, uh, yesterday showed why Bayern wanted Paulinho. Yes. Um, Luke Valentin says, how does the... He's having a go at you, Matisse. says, how does the English carton banks keep talking <laughs> about goalkeepers whilst they're 78 million keeper is out there twerking in Madrid, mm. right? And uh, Jack Nor- Jack Harmon says Arsenal's number two, Aaron Ramsdale, is better than Anana. That's a bit harsh to say he's a number two. Wow, um, ready, ready. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? um, Curtis Chaos says, as an Aussie, I'm so happy for Ange, but it had to be Spurs. And he said, but there will be no mercy on Sunday come on you gunners so he's obviously an Australian um, <laughs> Arsenal fan who's ap- happy for Ange Postacoglu it's the big one Sunday the North London derby both teams going into the game right two o'clock kickoff both teams going into the game on form both unbeaten um this is going to be a great game for us. Uh, honestly, it's always a great game, but this is going to be a great game. A lot of Tottenham fans confident. I noticed Son the other day saying that, you know, Arsenal won't want to play us at the moment, he said. Mm. Yeah, the places, the places. Maybe bouncing. he shouldn't have said that too. Yeah, he might have said that a little bit too early. Trying to, you know what I'm saying, already start the intimidation that. tactics, you see it. They were saying Saka was a little bit within himself. A bit shy. But no, honestly, I think, as you said, I think it's going to be one of the best North London derbies because normally over the past couple of years, it's been two teams that are kind of find their feet find the scraps in their team if you like I feel like now that it's two teams with very much high confidence playing good football and I think the way Anne just kind of started the season I can understand why a lot of Spurs fans are coming into this thinking maybe can we leave with something but 
the way I look at this game is that game yesterday was almost like that. Don't think Arsenal's slow start to the season means they've taken their foot off the pedal. They've still got that quality and our record at the Emirates is not great. So for me, I've said, you look at the first four or five games, Burnley, Sheffield, Bournemouth, Olympian United, they're teams you should be beating if your team is turning up on all cylinders. So for me, I look at the next two weeks of Arsenal at the Emirates, Liverpool at home. Those are two of the fixture lists. You speak to any Spurs fans, they're the two unluckiest results on any calendar given year. Mm. But this is a perfect test now. You've had the perfect start. You've built some foundations. You're seeing passing patterns. You're seeing a manager who's kind of put his identity and imprint on the team. All right. Now let's go to the Emirates. You came we into... Can, <laughs> we, can, we can snatch a draw maybe. Do you know you, what I mean? You, you said, came... Not, hold on. Looking, you came into... <laughs> last year, right? When you played this at the Emirates, you came into that game unbeaten as well. You came into that game on form. Yeah. You were all talking up Conte at the time and saying, mm. you know, this could be it. This could be... Yeah, and we spanked you 3-1. I was, I was going to say, Why is it yeah, different with Ange? With, with Conte, I think, his, um, I think you could see the, you could see the <laughs> fractures last year, even with Conte, even after... Not at that stage. No, even at that early stage, because he hadn't had the summer that he wanted. I think <clears> he wanted a lot more. You won the, the transfer window, you were claiming no, at that yeah. time. What, not him. What other fans not him. Saying, no, but not, not him. He didn't say that. To be fair, Me and Conte were the only ones on table saying, yo, we ain't got enough. And you kind of saw that unravel itself throughout the press conferences. And I think that, North London derby for me was almost like the, the first sign of being hit in the face of reality and I remember even a year before we had Nuno he had that brilliant first start got manager of the month and then we played Palace Arsenal West Ham got mm. taken all around North London everyone <laughs> had their goal but I feel like now coming in even this result I don't feel like if we lost but we lost in a respectable manner if it, it takes anything off this season I think Spurs are coming in with their lowest expectations so mm. the fact that we've had this brilliant start is like, wow, we didn't <coughs> even expect this. Cool. Can mm. we build on this foundation? This game is not the be-all and end-all for us. That's all I'll tell you. It's so the be-all and end-all for me. If you do win, I'm win it. It's just three points, you know what I mean? No, you're trying it's to talk it down, man. You went, hold on, wait a minute. He weren't sounding like this last week. Last week, him and many other the Tottenham fans, they weren't talking about, boy, if we lose in a certain way and all that. You were coming in it really confident. You got a reality check when you saw what we did to PSV. And I'm saying, mm. right, the thing PSV is, hype. Ange, <laughs> PSV hype, all I've been hearing about is Ange Ball. Mm. Now let's see if he's brave enough to come and do that at the Emirates. Because what? as I said, that PSV fan said to me, he goes, that's what they've been doing. They've got rid of Van Nistelrooy. They've been attacking teams, he goes, mm. right? He goes, they've got a proper reality check because Arsenal, if you come to attack it, you this know, is, might, it might actually, be a bit peak. I do think with Arsenal, there's a lot of players that are really hitting form now. They're really... I, I, I've been saying this since the start of the season. I've not minded that it's been... We haven't come out blazing. Mm. I don't mind that we're sort of building up a bit. Because so, I, I keep saying, we came out blazing last season. We, yeah. In the end, we didn't win it. Yeah. So maybe just take our time, get the results, take our time. But over the last couple of weeks, I've seen the improving performances now. I thought against United... You know what I mean? I saw a little bit, a, lot, a lot of improvements. Mm. And then, you know, I like the control that we had over that game against Everton. Difficult game, place where we always lose. We control that game from mm -hmm. start to finish, right? Yeah. Um, should really have won by more. And then I just like the fact that there's certain players now that are starting to come into form. Jesus, mm. who, remember, was coming back off those uh, that knee injury. Ah, what a player. Right? Um, 
He's back man. now, yeah, and he. Is, I mean, last night, man, he looked sharp. He's, he's I, you don't want to be up against him. So, and even though we'd probably be missing Martinelli, Trossard, mm. two oh. games he's coming for Martinelli, two great two goals, goals yeah. accuracy, on and his. and an assist, and, and looking really, really on form. And then mm. like Saka. Yeah, so it's good. I mean, it's an intriguing game because I, I do, you know, I, I obviously, of course, I've been watching what Ange, um, what I'm calling Ange for, Poster Coglu. <laughs> Call him right? Big Ange. No, no, Poster Coglu, yeah, <laughs> right, right. I have seen what he's been doing. It is a definitely a better style of football and you've got some good players. Madison, as we know, has been quality this season. Um, Basuma's been quality, you but don't. then so... Declan Rice has been quality as well. Mm, and also, yeah. Well, you keep naming them. You said, right? Combine right, so, the levels. Combine the levels. So you said, you said Basuma, I said Rice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who else did you just say? You doggy. You doggy. Mm. Yudogi? Yes! Ben White, bro. Yeah? Ben White. Keep going. Ben White. Romero. Saliba. Remit Saliba. Who's in goal? Kulusevsky. <laughs> Do you want to stop now? Kulusevsky and Saka. Kulusevsky and Saka again. No! Yeah? <laughs> Saka and you, and you may say Mad, you may say Madison who's been playing really well mm. but Odegaard yeah no, this, now listen these are, Odegaard these, these are the battles that I'm looking forward to you know I'm looking forward to the um, Romero v Saliba on the same pitch I'm looking forward to Odegaard v Madison especially that one because Odegaard and Madison's the one that was spoken about for so long now, I remember when um O- Madison was Arsenal available signing. for 70 million and Odegaard was available for 30 and fans still wanted Madison because Madison was that guy and Odegaard's loans but it was okay it was good so glimpses but it wasn't perfect and Arsenal obviously went with Odegaard and each time he had a bad game and stuff Arsenal fans a little bit of fans would be like oh we should have got Madison we should have got Madison but Odegaard has kicked on the responsibility I think he's taken this season is even more than last year in terms of the control in the game style of things because who's missing Partey at the moment you know yeah. Partey was always part of the first phase but Odegaard is showing he's yeah. not just a 10 people put him in this 10 box Odegaard can do 10 8 it doesn't matter yeah yeah yesterday he, yesterday he was picking up the ball deep yeah, mm. because um, he's off the back four yeah yeah, because yeah, he's capable of that. And I said, look, like, I think he's taken that responsibility that Cesc Fabregas took when it's like, you're the best player, you've got the armband, run this team now. <laughs> run so it. And funny. I think he's taking that ascendancy. I'm not saying he's as good as Fabregas right now, yeah. but he's taking that ascendancy. And, no, and, and, and goals again, like, yeah. Um, yeah. It, when what he picks finish. that ball up outside the box, he looks like that kills he, any room. His corner, yeah. like, his accuracy is brilliant. I mean, mm. he, remember last season at, at your place, yeah. he mm. scored a goal. He's, he's he scored 15 goals last year. I fully agree. And he's, and he's, already, penalties, he's yeah. already got a couple this season. I agree yeah. with everything you said. And the reason why that matchup is so important, I, f- I genuinely feel like Madison's come into Spurs and done the same thing. That kind of leader vacuum Kane mm. has left or Lloris has left. Mm. He's kind of coming straight away vice-captaincy. Mm-hmm. You feel like he's taking the scruff of that team. All the players seem to be gathered around him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he's pulling the strings in every game. When he ticks, our team seems to tick. Mm-hmm. So as much as I think... And just kind of sit up and things like that will matter. I think Ange will play his style and he'll mm-hmm. almost die by his style. And I think Spurs fans will be happy with that. But I think that will be very important. The individual matches of the players. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times in North London, within the first 20 or 30 minutes, 
the game is usually decided. Mm. So it's like, you've got to stand up and be counted in this type of game and form and things like that go out of the window. But Roy Keenan, this type of game, we talk about midfield, right? We see Basuma versus Rice. Yes. Cool. Both great starts to the season. We see Odegaard versus Madison. Mm. Cool. Havertz versus Saar. <laughs> I want to know who is stepping up here because Havertz... If Havertz plays. I don't think Havertz will start. I think, think I think Fabio Vieira, he's oh, been, he's been he excellent. Rest, yeah. he's been, he didn't start yesterday and he's been excellent. And even mm. when he came on yesterday, he, he looked lively. Smith Rowe actually was okay when he Smith came Rowe on Smith Rowe was well. good he was as well. In the but I feel, that, I feel Fabio Vieira will start. He's, he's looked very good this season. Mm-hmm. Ever since he scored that winning penalty against um, City... Mm. In the community shield, he's like, it's his confidence levels has gone. Yeah, yeah. It's the second season. This is the thing. Yeah. Again, last season, Vieira came into Arsenal into a winning team. Okay, he didn't get to really do what he was doing, but you still have that infectiousness around the camp. Everyone's happy. Everyone's buzzing. Don't mm-hmm. worry, man. You're gonna get in your t- into your form. It doesn't settle. We don't arm around the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. Now he can go and start yeah. doing his thing, but. I think in and amongst all these players, <coughs> the midfield battle is always key. Everyone knows that Roy Keane and Riera always used to talk about win the midfield, you win the game, right? But the key is Gabriel Jesus. It's not a surprise that the whole front three scored yesterday when mm-hmm. Jesus was on the pitch. It's not a surprise that this was Arsenal's best footballing performance when Jesus was on the pitch. Jesus is the, is the one that makes Arsenal mm. fluid, exciting, the way he dribbles, gets the fans off their feet. He, he's, he's infectious, bro. He's one of them players. I remember with Man United, we had, we had Carlos Tevez. We had Rooney, we had Ronaldo, but when Tevez started activating, <laughs> the crowd were, were yeah. all on our feet and it just turns everything. And Arsenal's best performance came with Jesus starting and in that North London derby, he's 100% going to start. Yeah. No disrespect to Eddie and Ketia, but... No, no, Jesus will start. There's a player that... I'm just going off the Arsenal side, and obviously you, you said Kulazeski, but um, a player that could easily steal the show is Trossard. Uh, this guy, he's right? Honestly, like, I said it on another show that I did um, today on AFTV, that when I used to watch him at Brighton, I used to think, oh, good player. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it's not until, maybe that's why Brighton are so good, you know, mm-hmm. because you see their players from a distance, you think, yeah, he's good. But, you know, you're not putting the full respect on them. Since that guy's come to Arsenal, I'm like, this guy is so technically he's so good. Polished. He's Absolutely. so polished, man. Like you said, he was, he's such a good player. Right and foot, first time, bottom yeah. corner. Then I'm seeing him left side. Left he's got no problem on his left foot. Yeah. Dinking that cross, pinpoint accuracy. He's not just lashing it across. He's not just, he's looking up and he's saying, okay, I'm going to make sure I clip this and put this right on your forehead or right on your foot. And he's just, he's just ridiculously he's good. He's against Everton. Yeah. yeah. And we saw it at the back end of last season as well. Yeah. Obviously when he first came it's in. he been a great signing month, so and I, he could, he I could be the sort of sh- player that could steal the show. But I personally think he's one of your best players. Yeah, no, he is. Like, he is. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I said yeah, it last season. Starting. I'd have him starting. Over Martin it's Martin really Martin. tough because and Martinelli, to Martinelli is great as well. So it's a really t- listen. It's great to have that. that yeah. I was going to say it's good two, to have those two types top of players. Mm. But I feel yeah. like on on <clears throat> Zeus, I think just there, I think if he can stay fit for you lot this yeah, year, yeah, very important. That is going to be a major boost. And I think similarly on Aaron, I think Kulusevski this year, he's he's now got two and two. These are the types of games where I think I'm looking at him and I'm saying, I need you to step up. I need yeah. you to get back to the levels and really. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Get it's such to, a, and there, there were comparisons that were being had 18 months ago. No, that you I, started. That you started. Don't say, don't say it like it was real. You started. Save me, please. Comparisons with Saka. Yeah. Right, wait, 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 I was like, yo, was it you? That was all through ad led, bro. That was all Listen, through ad Listen, you stand bro. on your own two feet. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah? You did this with the oh, transfer window. You said, listen, it wasn't as good as they made it out to be. Okay, Kuliseski, Saka, you did that one call. You stick with it. All right, listen. And you're over, get Zinchenko I need as well. you, bro. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, over seven thousand of you watching live right wow. now. Keep it going, right? Keep those, get those likes up to over a thousand. Um, keep those comments coming in as well. George G says, uh, "Sunday roast, two p.m. People, you're all invited. Main on the menu is a well done chicken. That's what he <laughs> says." And Jay says, um, "Cam, stop talking about Chelsea and other clubs. Chelsea have good. won trophies recently, and you're in a bad patch and transition. United are in the mud." Right? Um, they've been dead since 2013. Humble yourself, son. Your club is tiny now. I haven't even spoken about Chelsea today, yeah, I know, but, but fair enough. What you've said <laughs> previously has kind of stuck with my, yeah. my gremlin army. Yeah. Yeah. Chelsea fans, can't, let's, let's Chelsea talk fans about... can't talk to me. You had the easiest schedule in the Premier League and you still <laughs> and you were still below Manchester United. You guys won one game against arguably the worst team to ever play football in the Premier League, Luton. So Chelsea fans, you guys better settle down right there. Well, you know well, what I mean? Well, let, let's settle down. Let's you're talk still about below Man United with us in a billion. Who would, you, who would you rather be right now? Chelsea or Manchester United? Manchester could, United. Could, really? Manchester United. Do you think Poch is going to survive as well? Bro, listen. Let's talk about Chelsea. You're about Let's to go on Chelsea, the hardest run Chelsea, in the we, we are. And Chelsea, you're going to pick up results. We are. Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Not, not an, an easy, easy game. game. Not an easy game. <laughs> Damn right, it's not an easy game. But do you know what? As much as he's getting excited over there, as much as he's getting excited over there, I feel like I've got a lot more to look forward to in my team. I'm not down in... Obviously, when the results are coming in and obviously we're losing and the goals are getting conceded and I'm full-time analysis in that mode, yes, I'm down. But then... I struck myself down and I said, you know what, we'll go again. I don't know what it is. Maybe last season really just traumatised me to a new level where it can't really get any worse. But I've got, got a young... <laughs> it, it can. can. <laughs> it might. I can't believe it. It might. It might. i got a young team and I know that there's going to be ups and downs. I see a lot of people getting onto Jackson, but there's other players as well against Bournemouth that could have finished their dinner. I'm looking at Haaland missing six, seven chances a game. It's not a problem. So mm. I think there's, there's more to it than just any individual. It's, it's a group and it's a collective. And Chelsea have just decided to put themselves in this position with going with the youngest average age team and bringing in a lot of players like Mudrick, like Jackson that have got talent but a very small sample size not a lot of evidence they're 22 but they've got the experience of an 18 or 19 year old in mm. terms of minutes played we've chosen to go down this route there's no point throwing toys out the pram now and saying sack him this that yes we can talk about it what needs to be improved yes we need to play a left back at left back we need to put Colwell in his centre back position breaking those lines like he was at Brighton we need to play Mudrick and give him those minutes at left wing don't play Chihuahua but that's, that's, just, that's just talk at the end of the day I'm behind this team they need support they can't be we can't be creating this toxic environment with a bunch of 21, 22 years. That's not going to run. Like, we have to stay the course. This is what we've done. We've Tough them on game this weekend. So, where is it? Yeah, I mean, Villa. it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't so matter. it's at Stamford Bridge. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about um, it. doesn't matter where it is. Home record, it doesn't matter where it is. Where it is. Don't hit like that no it more. It doesn't matter where it is, man. Let's John McGinn, Moussa Diaby. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, Leon Bailey. Leon Bailey. Yeah. Ollie Watkins. is some quality, a lot of quality in that team. You know, Douglas Louise. It's not an easy game for um not. for Chelsea. But and it is a game because of what's gone on in the past few weeks. Mm. It is a, almost like a game that you have to win. We've been doing must wins for weeks. Are, you gonna win? Are we? 
Listen, I'm not going to sit and tell you I'm confident. If we don't beat Bournemouth, Bournemouth are one of the easiest teams to play in the league. Mm. They, they, they're wide open. They give you that space. There was loads of opportunities. In, These in are Pau Torres. They do. And, but who do we have up front? And that's physical. We don't have a physical striker. Like, you look at Jackson in the air, kind of hit him in the head. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. <laughs> what team did Jackson come from again? Villarreal. Oh, they're teammates. They're brothers. They're, they're buddies. Yeah. So maybe he'll be able to. Listen, they, they know each other. We'll see who wins that battle. Boots, bro. The, one, the one thing I hope for Aston Villa is that almost that they do come forward. Because at the bridge, low blocks, we struggle. We have struggled for years. Maybe the, the dimensions need widening a little bit. When we was at the Burner Bell, there's a little bit more space. <laughs> we, we had a little bit more room to play in. But at the end of the day, we don't unlock low blocks well enough on a consistent basis so I don't want Aston Villa to do what they did against Liverpool which is go with that five and, and sacrifice a Leon Bailey play, play your team but I think they can outrun you I think they can even beat you for quality as well I feel both ways that they can play they can find a way to beat you guys that's the thing like even if they played expansive and open who's really exploiting that at Chelsea Modric is he? With the Nico pace that he has, he should be. Raheem Sterling, Raheem Sterling should be as well. Hundred yeah, percent. But, we but it's, it's, it's no guarantees. Hundred percent. That, that's the thing. So yeah. I think they can. They're actually going to go into that game and think, why not? This is Unai Emery is a good manager. We still remember that. He's going to find a way, in my opinion, to get a result out of that game. Like mm. I actually think they're going to win that one because you look. Villa. At, yeah, Villa are going to win that one, in my opinion. You look at Forest; they went to the bridge and won. You Bournemouth; they got a result against Chelsea as mm. well. There's no reason why Villa should go into it. Villa are the better team. Villa are better than Chelsea and Villa will finish above Chelsea this season. So why would they be concerned about Chelsea? I don't think they need to be. So I personally think they're going to go and get a result. Honestly, Leon Bailey, Diaby versus um, Leon Bailey versus Levi Colwell at left back. That's Barbecue what I was gonna chicken. say. I was gonna say, is it is it is it maybe time to drop Thiago Silva now that you've kind of gone to the back four? There is no need for that kind of back three protection. I I would, I, like. I, I would. Levi Colwell's being slapped left back. Yeah, yeah. put him centre back. Drop Thiago Silva. Well, the the, the thing that, is with this, the thing is you thinking he's there for leadership, but I'm seeing Conor Gallagher wearing the armband. So insane. Got, and what decisions what, what about like, Thiago here for? That's another he one though. Do you know McTominay trying to be sold? Gallagher's about to mention the same thing. Come on, Gallagher. Was looking to be sold last last minute, day. trying to almost survive. Like you said, he's he's pure profit player. Mm-hmm. Bowie's like, listen, pack your bags, and he's trying <coughs> to he's trying to stay and 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 see it out, see out the course. Mm. Then we give him the armband. Not even Sterling. Or Thiago Silva. What's that about, though? Well, what Thiago, is that about? Thiago Silva, they, mm-hmm. don't, they don't see him as maybe an effective communica- communicator because obviously maybe he doesn't speak English the best. Sterling? Ster- maybe, Sterling maybe all he's doing is cussing. Is Sterling, <laughs> yeah, but is Ster- is Sterling really a captain, though? No, Do you know what I mean? Sterling is very respected by, young, by the young lads. He would be, seems, yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Listen, it, it, he did that little thing when, when who signed? Cole Palmer. Mm. Sterling took him around a little hut, yeah, yeah. the Cobham hut. Right. He was walking around. Watch, watch like, because your stadium is leaking all over the floors and whatnot. He took him around the Cobham hut. He walked around. I know how the bathrooms. You know what I mean? I know that when you go Old Trafford, you know he still talks water pipes. Listen, I know when you go Old Trafford, you gotta get them bags and wrap them around your shoes before you go through the toilets and whatnot. That that roof be leaking. So let's Listen, let's not do that. I'll tell you what, loving it. This show's live today, man. Jay, by the way, Jay again. Jay again's not happy, man. He says, "How has Chelsea had easier games?" And this is to you. He said they played Liverpool, West Ham away, and an informed Forest. Chelsea are on the up and United are declining every season. 
Chelsea on up. They just finished 12. Hold on. Jay, Jay, Hold on. it's early. What's the time? It's, it's so early I saw, Jay, I saw you know. your stat, right? It's early. On, on the previous last season's table, mm-hmm. Chelsea have one of the easiest fixture runs, run-ins, right? Yeah. But now we're hyping West Ham, innit? No, no, no. No, no, no. But Forest. You need, no, no, oh, we're not going yeah. to hype Forest. They're the, they're the window, but, you know, there's a lot of players. Yeah. Usually it integrates, you know, takes a while for them. Back end of the season, mm-hmm. everything starts to click. Same as last, what they bring in. Same amount of players as us. But West Ham, let's not disrespect. West Ham got a good team. Did West Ham have 10 men? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for him to finish when you got there. <laughs> Let me, forget so let me, quickly. Um, forget. Uh, NBA High says uh, Chelsea lead in pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jay, you set me up. Yo, Jay. Yo, Jay. He says Chelsea lead. <laughs> Chelsea lead in pressuring stats. Cam spewing rubbish, saying they'll um, outrun us. Uh, Shy one says uh, Don Robbie need to be director of football with these kind of signings and talent ID. Hashtag FCM. Come on, come on. Yeah? Come Let's on. Go. Mm. Don't know, man. I could end up getting sacked. <laughs> 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 My bad decisions. But do, do you know what? Right. Is, do you know what? Um, th- there's another one. Um, mm. Jay again. He says, despite Chelsea's spending spree, United have still spent oh the God. most money in Europe. They must achieve top four this year. Ten Hag under massive pressure. So what pressure, Jay? What pressure is um, Chelsea under? This you're point? under more pressure. Oh, what you answer? Hold on. This is this is where you where you lost me. A lot of your players in your prime, like mm. Casemiro's, your Varans, Martinez, mm. Dog. Uh, Fernandez, mm. Rashford, dog, all these prime players. Mm. My team, my team is young. I know my team's gonna make mistakes. Now, listen, like I said, we should have more points than we than we have. But I would still rather be in my position because at least there is development. There is, but potential. you can't lose you, your way. hundred percent. You can't lose 100. your way into greatness. You have to start delivering results. hundred percent. You, you can just lose, lose, lose. Finish no, ten, no, no, finish no. twelve, and eventually all of these guys. Hundred percent. At, at twenty-five together, are gonna be like, no, let's no, no, go, no. and no. they're just gonna turn up and be chat title contenders. <laughs> Didn't say that. Hundred percent. I'm not. I, I, we cannot be in this position pressure. last season. Hundred percent. We can't be in the position that we was in last season. Finishing. Uh, you might well, be as well. Bad start to the season. Bad start to the season. But it's a long season. Can we? So use that. That, that use that context on us too. So we are some production guys. I want to run a poll on this, right? <laughs> um, whose position would you rather be in? Who would you rather be? Would you rather be in Chelsea's position, which is you know they've gone for this young team? You know what I mean? It's not happening at the moment. They've gone for this young young view. Or would you rather be in Manchester United's position, which is you've gone? What have you gone for? Bro, we're in the Champions League. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me, let oh, me you're there. Let me say you're there. Wait, you're, you're not doing anything. You're not doing anything. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. When, when we was in it, let me say something. We, we delivered. Man United, Are you going to deliver? Man United have actually had one of the hardest schedules to start this season. Yes, we should be. We've had Spurs away. We've had Arsenal away. And we've had um, Brighton. And if we're going to talk about informed team, Brighton are one of them, not Nottingham Forest. You lot have had literally <laughs> relegation fodder. You've had relegation fodder and you guys have got less points than us so how can people sit here and say oh wait you would rather be in Chelsea why because of age Bro, just age we, because of age you would rather be in your position that is a crazy start we, we, we both have the same issues Southampton got relegated we, with the youngest team in the league oh, you would you rather be in their position because of age we both got the same, we both got the same issues we're both still figuring out our identity mm-hmm. we've both got managers right now that are making decisions that don't make a lot of sense we've got a lot of injuries and you got every, we've got a lot of injuries you got injuries as well there but then we on go. top of that you got a lot of drama and a lot mm-hmm. of politics one thing I can say about my team is my team 
team, I don't think there's a toxic atmosphere in that dressing room. I still feel everybody's rallying together. They're still pushing in the same direction. And with little tweaks and with some players coming back into the fold and whatnot, mm. I feel like there is potential for this team to actually go on a run. Your team is looking toxic right now. People are not running. People are not giving any effort. Every single minute, there's a statement. There's a, oh, no, has got to come and face the club. press. Then we've got this, this Sancho. Is, he's in the wilderness. So your club is a constant... We're both circuses, mm-hmm. but you man, you man are, you man are, you man are fighting over here. Let me, do you know let me, you man are the ringleader. Do you know what? You so are the ringleaders. But the thing is, you guys are going on like you lot are talking about like oh, when we get these players back from injury, Unkunku's out for a long time. Reese James is going to be out for a long time. Some of these guys are out that you guys are missing are out for a long time. <laughs> so Fana. these guys, Fofana, don't be putting him in. Oh my injury list, he's gone for the season, mate. We ain't, we ain't so even spoken guys, about him. Yeah, so yeah. these guys that are in you that you're talking about coming back what Lavia Lavia's going to transform Chelsea right now he's been how many weeks has he got left seven weeks seven weeks out so a lot of these guys the results yeah you see that October run (laughs) you see your October run all right it's going to be the players that are there right now (laughs) (laughs) not the injury list they're not coming back for that they're not that's what I can you see your form improving maybe all right you see yours oh let me get I hate you both, man. Oh, this is oh, man. <laughs> It's too at war, isn't it? <laughs> right? Um, Karabitsi says, so Cams, if beating Chelsea is so easy, mm-hmm. can you beat, can you bet Matisse um, that Ten Hag will win away at the bridge or are you waffling? I think we'll win at the bridge. When have we got, when have we got Chelsea? What's that date? Put down the date. Mm. Put down the calendar. When, when have right. we got Chelsea? Check out the date. In the meantime, we do some more super chats here. Uh, Surreal <laughs> says, uh, Chelsea sold their soul to the cowboy and sold their youth for profits mm. and the fan defend this rubbish. Classless club. Shorty AFC says, Don Robbie, the best instigator I've ever seen. I ain't had to do nothing. <laughs> right? And um, MB High says, uh, I think he says Nkunku is coming back in late December. Um, Cam, so you're lying again. December? Um, let, That's a long time. Whilst you're checking out, let's move Six on to another game. There's a lot of international breaks, April. don't forget. There's a lot of international breaks. April. Third of April. <laughs> way away, oh, so it's way away. No, no, no. Right. Sixth of December is when we play them next. No, no, yeah. That, oh, what? You coming to Old Trafford? That's Old Trafford. Come on, you know you're getting out of there, the stretcher, man. Pretty hate, man. <laughs> you're carrying you out. Of this like we did last season. What was the score? 4-1. Four, four, there we go. What we're having to keep for? Okay. Are you going to win? Yeah, we're going to win. We're getting something out of Old Trafford. All right. Let's see. Let's run through some of the other games. Um, Crystal Palace, (laughs) Crystal Palace uh, taking on Fulham. Um, Luton taking on Wolves. Now that's a real um, sort of bottom of the table clash at the moment. If you're Wolves, you got to win. You have to. Mind you, for both teams, must win. Luton got to win their home games. They've only had one so far, which they lost. They've got to win this, and Wolves have got to win this, haven't they? I mean, I feel like Wolves have been unlucky as well. A lot of their performances, they've actually played played well against Liverpool, something played good against United as well. I feel like in a lot of the games they've been unlucky. They've created chances. They've played good football. I feel like Gary O'Neill's just been have to win this goals wise. I think they're struggling. I think Huang He Chan they're relying on Mm. Uh, Sasa Kaladzic, who was out pretty much the whole of last year, and um, I think they've. Jimenez since he came back from injury last year didn't really no, plug no, that gap yeah. either so yeah. Pedro Neto's back fit this year I think looking Holden, good yeah looking good as well is it Bellegarde who made his debut against mm. Liverpool looked like a good signing good, as well man. so 
I personally think this is the type of game Wolves would Wolves have to say. win this after that six Kuna. pointer. Yeah. Let's leave with Kuna. Kuna, Kuna better. Last week. Listen, if Kuna mm. doesn't start putting that ball in the back of net for Pedro Neto, he should have had three assists in mm. that game against Liverpool. They were brilliant in the first half against Liverpool. They deserve to be 2 0 up minimum, have a bit of a gap, and then obviously, yes, the, the comeback begins with Nunes and Diaz coming on off the bench. But they play some really good football. I was very impressed with them. So mm. I think Wolves, I personally don't have them to go down. I think they mm. will be in the thick of it because of the lack of clear goal scoring in that team yeah. but the way that they play the game if they stick at that I think they'll be fine because they play some great football okay Man City versus Nottingham Forest is this a count how many or you know Forest have shown that they're very resilient you know what I mean when they, they do put that low block in and frustrate mm. and try and get the ball up to Awanyi I mean any chance for Forest in this game maybe even nick a draw or is this going to be like a Etihad yeah. is this going to be a demolition draw I think this is just another one another one in the machine keep going for Man City like Haaland as well he's going to be frustrated at his last few games I was at the London Stadium for the he scored in the end but missed so many chances a lot of chances even you saw in his celebration he was like flipping out and then even um, against was it who they play against um, Red Star yeah, mm-hmm. he missed a lot of chances yeah. again yeah, so yeah. he's going to he's going to be with a vengeance there's the whole bright spark at the moment of Doku who looks great you know what I mean playing Alvarez on both wings well. right Alvarez, Alvarez is finally getting his, his dues you know what I mean so I just think and it's going to be another one. I don't see yeah, them composing much. Threat. You know what the thing is about City is like a lot of people mention City and they, you just run for a low list of names. They are not mentioned. The guy that for me, Rodri. Rodri. How good is this guy? Is is he yeah. is he the best? Yes. Defensive midfielder or CDM yep. in the world right now. We have to be talking about gap. in the world. We have to be talking about is he the best midfielder in the world? Yes. Is he the best midfielder in the world at the moment? I think you have to what say is yes. What is he not if, doing? Because he's at the scoring. moment he's not he's not just a defensive midfielder. I said that last season what he was doing is and it's the way City play. Yeah. City play so high up that you as a defensive midfielder you can't just sit there and mop up in front yeah. of the back four. You Got have to more. get involved, you have to do more. And he does that to such a high level in such high leverage moments time and time again. Mm. The guy is world class beyond you, it. You actually notice like through the game when City are struggling to break teams down and stuff, you actually see because teams go so such a low block, you actually see him just say, Do you know what? I'm gonna go forward and I'm just gonna take shots because he ends up always being the free man. Yeah. If you're playing these low four, four banks of four, there's gonna be a free man, and yeah, that's yeah. always gonna be Rodri. And I've always said when I used to watch Man City, I was like, especially when Grealish plays, you know how he always just lays it back? Mm. I always said, if City had a long-range shooter, mm. that guy would score 15 goals a season, really. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like in another way, Rodri's kind of seeing that. Like, yeah. teams yeah. keep going low. I'm just going to pop shots. I'm yeah. just going to be always the free one. And if not, I'm going to do that little clip, chip, ball, yeah. and somebody's going to get, I'm going to yeah. get an assist one way or another. And he's cracked the code. And now teams are going to have to start deploying their striker on, on Rodri all yeah. game but what does that do it ends your counter threat so yeah. mm. the threats that City have is endless bro. you, you yeah, look at him he's got no weaknesses the guy can pass press resistant carrying the ball he's shooting now he's winning, strength, oh, winning so early and then he's got that little Fernandinho thing that he's mm. developing where he doesn't get booked and he gets away with things <laughs> this guy he's he's the complete midfielder so yeah, yeah for me Absolutely without doubt right. the best holding midfielder that's yeah. not even a conversation Brentford versus Everton I saw Everton last week man <laughs> <laughs> after after that game, man, I was thinking, boy, I was chatting to a couple of the Evertonians, man. It's not looking uh, good. I'm trying to be nice to them, but I'm thinking, bro, you lot keep playing like this, man. 
It's Bono and Danjuma or bust, but it's curtains, and, and, and they gotta go away to Brentford. That is never an easy place to go to. Mm. I think, I think, I think it's a, I think it's a Brentford win, comfortable. Yeah, I think Brentford have been up and down mm. this season so far, but I think Brentford are gonna get get a result on that one, man. And Boemu is with fit. Is with I, th- I think, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think yeah. Brentford at home, yeah. mate, they're trouble for all of the big six, let alone Everton. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Everton going away and getting a result, I, I just can't I just can't see it. It's better or bust. For, I was going to say, yeah, for Everton this season, they need Beto to hit the ground running. He got a couple of early goals in his first game or two. And I felt against Don't Arsenal, he put himself about, maybe, yeah, maybe yeah, he didn't yeah, score the did. goal, but that's what you're going to yeah. need at that level. A strike, a big striker, I feel like, who's going to get in and amongst it and get at least 10 goals, I feel like. He's trying to do an hour knee. Yeah. He needs to try and yeah. do an hour knee. Like, like I said, in, yeah. in that bottom third of the Premier League, you always need a striker who's going to get you 10 to 12 goals. If yeah. you don't have that, mm-hmm. you're in trouble. Well, the the mid- problem is their midfield, they don't seem like they can keep the ball for two yeah. seconds as well. They're you look at their midfielders though, Anana, Decore, they're not them type of... Why did they get rid of Iwobi? Because he was the one guy could keep In central midfield, that was the one thing. I mean, it just didn't make no sense to The one thing that Lampard did that I actually agreed with was Iwobi playing in central midfield. I think Dyke's moving back out wide though, and I didn't like that. Maybe get Deli Ali back. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Maybe. Come on now. Maybe. Come on. Now. Liverpool versus West Ham. Their neighbours. Um, that's a good game. Liverpool versus West Ham. Big test for West Ham. No, no, don't. Um, West Ham are not good, according to you. What are you hauling about? Said, Let's not start hyping them like they're an elite team. That's yeah. it. That's but Liverpool just quietly going on with their business, winning games. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool. They've had a really difficult fixture list. Yeah. And the fact that a lot, of their bus- a lot of their business was done late as well because they obviously messed up on the Caicedo-Lavia situation so they had to go and get Endo and then Gravenberch and they still have managed to, okay, put those two to the side yeah, while they're looking a lot acclimatizing. Better. McAllister and Jones in there and, mm. and so Bozlai. So Bozlai, mm. this guy is working his ass off. Like, okay, when he first came in, I thought, okay, goal scoring midfielder. He's going to play in the eight. He will shift out wide. He did that for Leipzig. He's going to shoot with both feet. I've seen it. Cool. But he's now, I've seen him drop deep and I'm like, hold on a second, this guy's dictating and he's tackling and he's working hard. And when there's no clear six in that team, everybody's working their ass off and making sure that they're contributing equally. Now, how long will that last without a specialized guy in there at the top, top end? We'll have to wait and see against those top teams as well when, when they come back around in the back end, when people start getting tired and stuff. Mm-hmm. But right now it's working for Liverpool. So yeah, and I think even I think even as a back four, they've been a lot better than a lot of people thought they were gonna be prior to the start of the season. Kind mm-hmm. of people are thinking Virgil van Dijk on his last legs. Trent, of course, he has his defensive weaknesses. Robbo, he didn't really have the same year last year. But to be fair, the defense has been solid and the midfield, as you said, they're almost all working for each other. And I think they've got the best front line in my opinion in terms of depth mm. they can go 60 minutes without having a shot on target and then just say alright let's change all front three they've got so many switch it up shooters completely. so mm. I think I've said I know you won't like hearing this but they'll be the closest runners up to Man City this season I, I, think, know, I, I, I think they'll challenge as well yeah. I don't know if they'll be the closest but I think they will. Race. I do think it could be. Yeah, I think they will challenge. I mean, it's still City are out, out front. Mm. Um, but but I do, think Liverpool, I do think Liverpool, <laughs> two little horses. 
Could be two little horses that need, you know, milk and little milk. Yeah. Uh, what, what about what about Brighton? Could they challenge Brighton versus Bournemouth? Brighton looking good so far this season. Challenge what? No, Brighton are exciting. They're a very good side, aren't they? Yeah, no, Brighton are exciting, man. Like, listen, the way they keep the ball, the way they manipulate the ball, the way they stick to their principles, mm. it's it's crazy. <laughs> What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? You guys tried to bite the whole Brighton module, and look how you're doing with it. Their recruitment team, their manager, their players. Don't you don't talk Kitchen over star. there? You know at what I'm Old saying? Trafford though, at the Kitchen fortress. Star. It doesn't matter. Three one at they're home. The only team that beat us against the team that season. was depleted. Listen, <laughs> Brighton are our bogey team. We all have them in it. We all, you have. What's your bogey team? Everton. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, we, we beat <laughs> yeah, you be, Who's your bogey team? You lot, and they beat you. are the bogey team. Yeah, I mean, but listen, Brighton are a good team. The way they play. They've scored them. I think they've scored the most goals in the league. I think one more than Man City so far. They're just excited, and Deserby yeah. just has a kind of like a clear platform just to do whatever he wants with that squad. If a player goes, it doesn't matter. He brings in who, Billy Gilmore's come in. Caicedo, Mister One Hundred Fifteen Million Man. What's he doing right away? You would take there him. There we go. I wouldn't. Mm, but, yes, so you, you bring in, you bring, you got 115 million man, move him on. Bring in Chelsea's academy boy, by the way. And he's looking levels at the moment. So Brighton are just such a good, good team. And I think Bournemouth are in trouble there. Yeah, tough game for Bournemouth. As well, man. Tough it's game. Open. And uh, the, the final game of the day, Sheffield United versus Newcastle. Newcastle got a great point away at um, AC Milan, it was a great point. I watched point. them. Listen, you know I mean, I mean, that performance though. They should really very listen. nasty. They should have lost the game. But can I just ask, what time is that game on? Half five. Four thirty. Sorry. Oh, this this game coming up. How did I just know they How were going to be on prime time? Of course. Every. I'm sorry, but Super Sunday. Listen, I appreciate Newcastle are the new shiny toy, and they you know got Champions League football last year but I feel like this season they're being on TV a lot shoved down our faces <laughs> a little bit too much and the games ain't been entertaining to watch I'm sorry yeah, yeah. like I was mm. the other Last, day thinking yeah. Champions League first game we're back mm. as a new no, I nearly no. fell asleep, big yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I got 1-0 last week, penalty, went to the Etihad. Oh, no, if no. Isaac ain't, play, ain't popping, it's like, what's going on here? Isaac what? as well. Hmm, we're watching you too. Hey. Mm, you got yeah, a lot of hype. Somalian <laughs> brother you were saying. <laughs> I, I shouldn't have mentioned the name. <laughs> I brought the lights on. He started the season really, he started the season in the first game, I think it was, yeah. first two games, and had Harry Pinero saying, this guy is going to be one of the best in the world. <laughs> yeah, I said, all right, I'm going to watch him closer. <laughs> Yo, I ain't seeing nothing, bro. The thing is though, is I think now with Europe coming into it, you'll start seeing squads get tested as well. Mm. Champions League has happened this week now. Yeah. You've got the Europa League this weekend is almost going to be the first test of oh how do you bounce back after yeah. that European fixture yeah. how does your squad depth handle yeah. it as well because I know they played with Murphy, Murphy and um, on the they Gordon really move this summer so now it will Did be no, this is the thing. We, said, we said this season they brought the depth in with the Livermento yeah? the Hall Tonali Barnes the like they'd sign Livermento yeah steady, Livermento they'd sign steady, steady players. players that you think Okay, they can bring in a like, like Gordon comes off, we can bring in a Barnes. Mm. Okay, uh, uh, Trippier comes off, we can bring in a Livermento. So I mm. feel like the recruit maybe it wasn't star-studded like people are thinking because the money they have. They but I think it was Madison. adequate mm. to, to it's improve. Adequate. One, thing that Newcastle do, one thing that Newcastle used to do is run teams over. Mm. You know what I mean? Newcastle, you go against Newcastle, you know you're in for a fight. When they, since they brought in Tonali, 
that midfield is getting run about, you know. That Gomez, Tonali, and who's the other one? Is it Jolinton? Is or is it Jolinton was Jolinton. injured. They played long yeah. stuff the other game. Oh, long. He's been playing quite quite a few a few yeah. games, but that midfield are getting run over at the moment. It's I, not looking as I combative as it like, was. Maybe it's just me, but I feel like Bruno's game has been a little bit impacted by Tonali coming in. Mm. Tonali feels like he's now got more license to get forward. Yeah, I saw him in the AC game picking mm. up positions on the left. He wing. was on the wing, yeah. But, yeah. And I was like, okay, so you're gonna be that guy. And fair play, he <coughs> was chipping in here and there, but. Bruno, I just feel like the gloss has gone off a little Eddie bit. Eddie spoke about it. A little bit of the dirty work, and I appreciate it, but the whole reason we loved Bruno That's last season was he was all action. Yeah. He was their, He's a box like, to box. Yeah, he was their, their, yeah. their go-to he guy in those, in those moments. But remember, Willock would play, um, mm. Joel Linton would play. I'm telling you, you used to go into a battle with Newcastle, but I'm looking at Goomerez, I'm looking at Tenali, I'm like... I can run you over. You know, I miss Joe Linton. Joe Linton the key? Not my team. Not my team. Maybe. Maybe. What's Joe Linton the key? The false striker. Let's, um, by the way, remember that poll I said Uncomfortable conversation. Remember that poll I asked about earlier? Whose position would you rather be in? Chelsea's or Manchester United? It's actually, uh, oh no, it's, yeah, actually, it's unbelievable. 50 50. A 50 50 no split. Surprise. No way. Nearly 2,000 have voted. Let me go vote. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. Rig the votes. Don't forget, we got a, we got a lot of, new, we got a lot of new players, new manager. That takes time to gel, right? Man yeah. United, that's their team. That's set in mm. stone. Couple little additions every summer, couple two, three additions, meant to be gradually getting better. They look like they're regressing. So, okay. Let me let me let me, let me do so. And by the way, nearly eight thousand of you, nearly eight thousand of you watching live. Ajdin says uh, Chelsea will have an amazing season next year in the oh. Championship. He says. We'd love the <laughs> right. um, Canadian Guna says, who would you take, Rodri or a prime Angola Kante? I've seen this comparison going around. I've seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this comparison going around. You know what? Kante for I'm me, you going, still need to I'm respect. Go, Kante. Got, got, you got to respect. Kante. I can't lie. Uh, we Kante. need to respect Kante, Kante right I've, now. Because I've seen Kante. We need to respect. Kante, 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 next, to, next to Chelsea drink water in a four-four-two and and internationally. Yeah, and the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's got to be. Yeah, Kante. I'm going. Kante. Listen, Kante never worked. Rogers going Kante never got. Rogers got more quality though. Kante never got to work with Pep. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He never got to work. Yeah, but Pep wouldn't. He's not. I was going to say, is he a Pep player? No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. He's not. Anybody could be a um, Pep player, man. <laughs> uh, Jay says, <laughs> Cam's Chelsea have won eight trophies in the last seven years, and United have won a Carabao Cup after spending um, slightly more. over a million. Over a billion. How is Chelsea under more pressure? Ten Hag is in his second year or two. He says. So he's reminding you. And Lee Collison says, asking if you'd like to be either in United or Chelsea's position is like being between a rock and a hard place, he says. Mm. And ZZZZZ says, Chelsea had the easiest start, United the second worst. There we go. Um, guys, let's get to your predictions, right? Let's run through and um, get your predictions on these games. Uh, first game of the weekend, Crystal Palace versus Fulham. Cams. Palace, is that at Selhurst? At Selhurst. Ooh. That's 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 got a draw written all over it. I'm gonna go one one. I'll go two one Palace. I'm gonna go two 0 Palace. Two 0 Palace. I'll go one one as well. I think it'd be a draw. Luton versus Wolves. Uh, let's go three nil Wolves. Three mm. nil. Yeah, big goal scorers. I'll go one nil Wolves. Two one Wolves. I'll go. I'm gonna two one as well. Wolves. Okay, Manchester City versus Nottingham Forest. Well, three 0 formality. I think. Yeah, I think that he had makes sense. Two 0 two 0 City. 
I'm going to 4-1 City. That's what I was going to go as well. 4-1. 4-1 to City. Brentford versus Everton, Camps. Brentford, Everton. 2-0, Brentford. Brentford, 1-0. Yeah, 1-0. Yeah. That's what I had as well. Brentford, 2-0. Okay. Um, Burnley versus Manchester United, Camps. <laughs> hmm. Actually, do you know what? I'm going to go 1-1. I don't think we're winning. I was going to go for the same, yeah. 1-1 one, one draw. 2-1 United. Easier fixtures. Crack the hate up, bro. Crack the hate up. Easier fixtures. Hate turn into fans, bro. I actually think United will probably win this because I think Burnley will attack. United counter-attack might suit them. I'll go 2-1 as well. Bruno rises. 2-1 as well. Sheffield United versus Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle, I think 2-0. Do you know what? I'm going to go 1-1. Mm, you think Newcastle... I'm going 1-1 really as well. Mm, yeah. Just so Sheffield United ain't been bad at home, yeah, man. I'm, I'm going to go for a shock. I'm going for a shock Sheffield United win. I was going to... I didn't want to take it there. I'm going for a shock. I didn't want to take happens. it there. But Jeez. I'm going for a shocker. Played, Milan, they chased the ball a lot. Yeah. Weren't easy out Exactly. Squad depth. Squad depth. Liverpool... Cams versus West Ham. Ooh, Anfield. Yeah. Anfield. Oh, I'm going. Ooh, three-one, three-one Liverpool. Two-one Liverpool. I'm gonna go three-two Liverpool. Yeah. Two-nil Liverpool. Um, Matisse, Chelsea versus Aston Villa. One-one. <laughs> One one, no not a win. I have to be sensible here. Yeah. Cams? Ah, I'm going three one villa. Oh, hey, look at you! <laughs> look at you! <laughs> yeah, take that drink! <laughs> three one. Two one Chelsea. Yo, make sure he's here on Monday. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Oh, I'm coming on Sunday. I'll come here to the studio. I'll be I'll be Leah's production. I'll be back there. I'll go one nil. <laughs> One nil Chelsea. Can Bruh, I you might not see Villa, bro. I might have to really turn up on Sunday. But you know what's in Villa? This is Villa. Villa not the same away though. Oh my man, they're not the same oh, away. It's difficult. It's tough to call. It could go. I'm not saying Villa are amazing. Two 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 two. Look, look, what, you, look what you let him do to you. Yeah. Two two. Brighton versus <laughs> Brighton three nil. Yeah, I'm gonna four nil Brighton. Ooh, damn. Yeah, I'm gonna go two nil. 3-1 Brighton. They play at Athens, to be fair, t- uh, today. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. They might change things. Well, a little bit. Yeah. They made a lot they of changes got, against United. I was going to say, like yeah. They, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. they should yeah, have a opinion on yeah. guys. All right. Final game. The North London derby. Oh. Arsenal oh. versus oh. Tottenham Hotspur. Oh. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, mate? Enhance that so we can hear what he said. 1-1 one, one draw. 1-1 one, one draw. Do you really believe it? Yeah. Do you believe that? Do you really though? believe it? The heart. Do you really believe it? <laughs> it says 1-1 draw. What, the, what does the head say? What does the head say? The head says 2-1 Arsenal. Mm. I'm going to go 3-1 Arsenal. Mm, okay. Um, Monday's a big day. Matisse? Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go... I'm going to go 3-1 as well, Arsenal, yeah. 3-1 Arsenal. I'm going to go 3-2. 
3-2. Arsenal can see that home, man. You they guys do. can see goals. Three is painful, I think it's going to be 3-2. It's going to... That late one. I can see a 2-1. Tottenham are trying to get equalised. It's definitely going to be an I can see a late, late little Saka winner. Mm. So I'm oh, really? seeing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm That's seeing. I'm um, super chatting from mm -hmm. Bizarre. He says, um, Chelsea... <laughs> he says, we Liverpool took Newcastle's soul um, and there are mid since. That's what he says. Mm. Who right. took who? What? Liverpool. Liverpool took their soul. Newcastle soul. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right, so those are all the predictions. Listen, um, we've come towards the end of the show today. Guys, just before we go, tell them about your excellent show on Sunday and what to expect. FCM Football Cultural Movement every Sunday. Me, mm -hmm. Cams and Mayor what will be going live after the final game, yeah. basically. Basically, follow us on the socials, um, FCM Pod as mm -hmm. well. Turn um, notifications on so they see Turn your notifications on, yeah. Turn DR Sport notifications yeah. on as well. You'll still so be here if you know live. Yeah, I'll be here. I'm even here for the Monday roundup. I mm -hmm. ain't no running, man. Listen, mm -hmm. North London Derby Week, you know me. I face the music, man. Mm -hmm. Real men. That's what we do. <laughs> now, you was missing last year. What do you mean I was just last year? I, listen, sure I, don't I, do, I remember you was even sending me voice and I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, the focus on Dragon Tobes as well. He went for both of you. Toby, Toby, I heard, on a cruise. Now he's on a cruise, yeah. I'm like, how's this man on a cruise on North London right. Derby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that's something I'm saying to myself. I'm yeah. trying to take my mind away yeah. from this yeah. thing. But you know the thing about this guy now, right? Mm. He'll be on that cruise, but if they win, in abandoned ship, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh You'll see, he'll be swimming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> swimming back to the UK quickly. Yeah. To the other day we were playing Man United, he sent me, so you lot have just beaten um, Burnley. Yeah. And then he sent me, we were playing United the next mm -hmm. day, and he sent me like a, a text with these eye emojis and goes, I'm watching you. <laughs> I was like, what's going <laughs> man? Face man. But anyway, no, listen, um, Looking forward to that. And you, yes. You'll be also be here on um, Sunday as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was, as every week, man. Every week after the games, we're here. So, people, you want your Sunday entertainment. You've got it now. You know what I'm saying? I know these men weren't producing it for you lot. So, we said, you know what? We'll do it. We'll do it. So, Sundays. That's our section, yeah. man. That's our slot. So hey, don't do an anana with the show, you know? <laughs> don't drop the ball. Don't drop the ball, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the production guy. Oh, I bring back there. Yes, Lies will be back as well. will be back. Full house, full house. Full house. All right, nice one. And of course, Matisse will be back here on Monday as well. And we'll be doing the weekend roundup. It's going to be an interesting one. It's one of them ones where you either, for me, you'll either be bouncing in or, mm -hmm. you know, it could be like, yeah, no, man, I'm not feeling too well this yeah. morning. <laughs> well, listen, there's some great games coming up this weekend. Thank you very much for watching the show, for liking the video. There's nearly 8,000 of you watching live. Really, really Thank appreciate you. it. And we're going to be back Monday with the weekend roundup. Also, don't forget the Saturday football show. Loads of games on Saturday to get your teeth into. So make sure you check that out as well with AGT in the hot seat. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe here to DR Sports. And we'll see you next time. Dogs! Where's the podcast this? Where's the podcast that? Shh. We're coming. Culture can. Cold hero. Boy again! Your boy Maiwa, host of the most king of London. Kings of London, hi. We're the only ones in Europe. Fuad Kadani, podcasting Pepe. Football, culture, movement.
Sports Social Podcast Network.